Morning, everyone. <coughs> Welcome back. Coming to you live. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> From the CBS Community of Summerton, Philadelphia, and we are continuing. Derek Hashem, uh, beginning yet another, uh, kicking off another <coughs> a brand new Derek Hashem week. It's a beautiful Monday morning over here, and a beautiful morning and beautiful company. And uh, let us continue. We are in Chela Gimel. The beginning of the second parak, we finished the first parak last week. We're in the beginning now of Perak Beis. So, Chayat Gimel, Perak Beis, Simen Aleph. Gimel, Beis, Aleph. And we're going from spookiness to spookiness. We're in the spooky neighborhood right now. Neighborhood spookiness. In Derech Hashem, last, last week, <coughs> we were on the topic of dreams. We had a whole exploration of dreams. <coughs> what dreams mean, where dreams come from. Predictive dreams, precognitive dreams. Dreams uh, where you're... Just getting information from spooky places. We also were talking last week and last two weeks um, about about um, premonitions in the sixth sense. And <clears throat> the Ramchal continues into a new parak over here, um, a new parak with with a new um, topic, but under the same umbrella. Of, uh, of spookiness, and as Ram himself names this parak, This parak is going to be dedicated to the topic of practical use of um, putting to use names of God and sorcery. Okay, what we call black magic kishuf, and what we call um, practical Kabbalah. <clears throat> Everyone knows that in Kabbalah, there's theoretical Kabbalah, there's practical Kabbalah. Theoretical Kabbalah is learning all about. How Hashem created the universe, Hashem runs the universe, the different um, attributes of Hashem, the, 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 the different names of Hashem, and all the permutations and combinations, and how that, that uh, plays itself out in reality. That's theoretical Kabbalah. Practical Kabbalah is being able to use the names of Hashem to, to um, achieve the supernatural here in the realm of the natural. So it's, it's, a, it's a real concept. And sorcery is also a real concept. It is a Jewish concept. There's something really called black magic, kish of sorcery. Um, is it still extant? Does anyone out there still really know it anywhere? Are there people that still practice it? Last week it came up, the, the uh, you know palm readers and fortune tellers. That's all going to have to do with the that overall concept of um, sorcery. And black magic, that's going to be the discussion of this parak, which we're going to be beginning this morning and seeing over the course of the week. It take us more than one week to go through this parak. It's a long parak, um, but it's within the uh, within the third section on the topic of nevuah. Because as we said when we began Chayla Gimel, the way Derech Hashem is structured is he has four sections to the sefer. The first section is all about the purpose, the objective of the world, and how it gets to that objective. The second is how Hashem is personally involved maintaining the world. Hashem's involvement. The third section is how, even though there's Hashem up there and there's us down here, there's the spiritual and there's the physical, there is crossover between the spiritual and the physical. There's room for our involvement in the physical, being, standing in the physical, reaching up to the spiritual. And, and that's what the, the third paragraph is all about, as we explained. And that's why we have Nehua comes in over here. Dreams come in here. Sorcery, witchcraft, and practical Kabbalah. Anything that has to do with... Um, Manipulation, interaction, and involvement of us down there into the realms above us—that is covered in the third parak. Okay, so let's uh, the third, the third section. So let's begin now. Chelagimel parak beis simen aluf. Didn't as we said, apuula the shemus of a kishuf. 
on the topic of the utilization of the names of God and sorcery. Aleph. Kvar biyarnu bechalokim shekadvu. Says Ramchal, we've explained in previous sections of the Sefer. Shetchilas kol nevroim hiklal koychas nevdalim. The origin of everything down here, everything that we see, and um, all, I, all, 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 all matters of existence, and all circumstances that befall everything that's down here, items and events, are all sourced in kaychas that are up there in Shemaim somewhere, uh, in, in the levels of the Olamas. Everything has its source up there. Kaychas nevdalim. Mesudar beseder ma'ch They're arranged in a very precise arrangement with uh, with utmost precision in different levels, different departments, different categories. And from the levels <coughs> and the arrangements of the kaychas above, that they they um, are linked up level upon level, and they they uh, propagate them th- themselves, and they uh, they they um, connect. They connect one level to the next, each level to the level beneath it, until they come down over here. So everything that we see down here has 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 a shayrush up there. Everything. And then get on, that's on two levels. Every item and every circumstance that happens to that item is, is really <clears throat> the final effect of something that began down here. So weather, you know, when, when there's, when there's a, a, a terrible storm, a terrible destructive storm down here, that's the final, final, final outcome of something that, that was set into motion, you know, unfathomable levels and links and layers above. Something happens on a very high level in Shemaim, and that, that triggers uh, uh, something beneath it, which sets something into motion, which gets something shaking, which gets something moving, until finally down here that looks like a rainstorm. Finally down here that looks like a sunny day. Finally down here it looks like a windy day. Down here it looks like a snowy day. And and so on and so forth. It's like that with, with not just with weather, with, with, with species, with all items that are down here and all circumstances that befall them. We also have explained, says the Ramchal, Inyan kaychas hara, that it's like that for the for for good effects and also for bad effects. That there's a system of kaychas of spiritual levels and spiritual connections for 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 bad things as well. Shemehem mishtal shalas haroyis kulim begashmim. When there's suffering, when there's as we said a destructive rainstorm, you can have a productive rainstorm, a beneficial rainstorm. You can have a destructive one. You can have rain that relieves drought. You can have rain that destroys uh, national parks. Right. It ravages the countryside. You can have snow, which is beneficial. You can have snow, which is destructive. You can have wind, which is very good. And you can have wind, which is destructive. Th- th- these are coming from the Kaychas Hara. You can have um, a bounty in your crops. Your crops can flourish one year. Just you have Your tomatoes grew to the size of basketballs. Or you can have disease in your crops one year. Everything withered up and died. So that's Kaychas Hara coming down it. Whether good things are happening or bad things are happening, they're originating on, on a very high level and they're getting handed down level to level to level to level to level. Good things are coming from one source, bad things are coming from a different source, but there's innumerable sources of levels and there are refreshing our memory for things we heard about very, very, very earlier on in the Sefer. But the point right now that we're, that we're going for is innumerable levels, not just of, um, you know, stations, and handoffs of, and agents, but power. There's a lot of levels of power. 
a lot of power going on. And that's really what the theme of this parak is going to be about, is, is power. For crops to grow down here, they were getting that power from above, and that power came from a power, which came from a power, which came from a power. Anything that happens down here, constructive or destructive, is an example of some heavenly power. And there's many levels of that power, of the, the energy, the spiritual energy that's, that, 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 that is relayed down. Oid um, We've also said in the past, another um, principle that we've that we've mentioned earlier that also we have to remind ourselves of is that if we're talking about where is absolute reality, where is the most solid, legitimate reality, and what what's the least um, expression of reality, the furthest removed reality. So we are actually the furthest away from absolute reality. We see down here, it is the most removed and the most distant plane of reality. The What has to be thought of as primary reality, rock solid reality, and, and absolute reality is the one that's the furthest away from us, where things originate. That's where absolute reality really is. In other words, up there we have the matter at its source. Up there we have the matter the way it's really supposed to be. What does that mean? Absolute reality is the furthest away from us. So everything that happens down here is set into motion up there. And that's where we have Hashem's plan for it, Hashem's vision, um, its, its, uh, its assignments, its mission statements. And that's given over to an agent which is given, which is empowered. And that, that power is sent down to another agent and it's empowered and it empowers another agent, it empowers another agent. Sometimes things can be lost in the transmission. Things can be disrupted in the transmission. Things can get amplified, which shouldn't have been amplified. Things can be suppressed, which shouldn't have been suppressed. What happens down here, yes, is the final product and the final output of, of what was sent to motion on, on, a, on an extremely high level, but not necessarily always the way it was intended to come out. Things can get, can get thrown off in the middle. And that's... Energy what? Energy cannot be lost. Energy can't be lost, but it can be blocked. It can be blocked or it can be re... It can be transmitted and it can be, it can be hijacked. It can be hijacked. So that's... Kaychas hara can get involved. Right, right. Thermodynamics. So energy can't be... It's like a game of broken telephone. Yeah, that's right. So things can sometimes be lost in transmission and that's as a result of our actions. Like our Averis, when we do things wrong, we, we are... are um, Cutting wires up there, or or, or splicing, where we're connecting. Uh, yeah, it, it goes. It goes into else. Yeah, it gets hijacked. It goes into the. Why? What? Why? If there's more, if there, like I'll give you an example: a game of broken telephone, right? If there's ten people, or if there's three people, the message is more likely going to get skewed if there's ten people, right? So why the long chain? Why not shorten the chain? There's, there's, there's reasons for the long chain um, that um, there has to, the world necessarily requires a long chain. But aside from that, though, let's just to, just to clarify the um, the uh, material over here that the Ramchal is sharing with us. Broken telephone is not the most um, accurate muscle because in broken telephone, when you have ten people sharing something, just by virtue of the fact that that um, that uh, there's so many people in between. 
uh, inevitably someone's going to mishear something, or someone's going to m- misinterpret something. And the more people you throw in, the more likely it's going to become, and the more the more mistakes are going to are going to crop up. That's broken telephone with us as human beings. The, the reason why this happens when things come down from Shemaim is not because there's so many links, not because there's so many layers. When the system is working. Um, in it, at its optimal state, it could, it could go through five billion links and it's still going to come in exactly down here the way it originated. The reason why things get, get um, why there's, there's, there's uh, disruption in the transmission is because we're messing things up. Uh, Not because of all the links. Our averas. Since we said our, our neshamas go all the way up on every level of a kayak, our, our neshamas also there. So if we do an avera that affects that level, so that that, that, that shifts things somewhat, so that, that that moves things over. That's right, that's right. So it's our actions which are messing things up. It's not a re- so you could only have like three links, but we could mess that up. You could have five billion links, and if we're doing the right thing, we won't mess that up. That's the difference between this and broken telephone. Every malach will 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 convey its information in strict, exact, accurate form, no matter how many times it has to be transferred over. Unless man, unless we are, are messing things up. No, that I understand. But my question was, maybe I miss 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 asked. So <clears throat> we discussed before how there are multiple links. Do different averas and different mistakes affect different links? Yes. Or, so that's my question. So the more links, the more possibilities of us screwing up because we're humans. We're gonna screw up. The more possibility of you being skewed. Um. That, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, right. It doesn't really... I understand where you're coming from, but but um, it doesn't really work that way. One, uh, yeah. one person can, can change the way of the clock. One person can do one action that could really affect the whole world. But you have to be... Uh, you have to be... That's right. A VIP. A VIP. That's right. That's the way it works but, in Shemaim. Right? Yeah, one person can fix the whole world, right? That's right. One person can, can repair the whole world. Yeah, yeah, and there's there's uh, there's um, <coughs> group channels, there's specific channels. Yeah. Examples of both nature, opposite nature. What? That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay, let's proceed. So, um, so this is just to, I, I spoke all this out just to help us get our heads around this concept of what it means that down here is the is the furthest away from absolute reality. Absolute reality is up there. What, what the Ramcha means with that is that that's where you get the clearest glimpse of what Hashem really wants. Um, by, things, by the time things come down here, they can get disrupted, they can get thrown off. Hopefully not so much, and maybe not at all, but, but, but sometimes yes. Okay, so this is the, the furthest projection and translation, transmission of, of the absolute reality and vision that Hashem has up there. Okay. Um, Again, what we see down here in the, in the realm of the physical is just the, the lowest and final readout projection on like a screen down here of God's intention and, 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 and the, um, the, the arrangement of the kaychas up there. As we just said, uh, on the highest level over there, things are arranged in a way <coughs> that is a reflection of God's vision, God's plan, how things should look down here. The way the the um, um, points of origin should look on an elemental level. And the way it should look like when when it projects itself when it comes to fruition down here. Kaddish Baruch guides this whole system 
through again through the system of links, through the system of the chain effect, the domino effect, the system of propagation, every level affecting the one beneath it, every level really powering the, the one beneath it. Vatika in Yonam Mitsuru Litsura. Ribanshim is there guiding every level as we said there's Kaikas and Malachim, Kaikas and Malachim, the Kaikas are really the um the agents at Ishallah and the Malach are the ones that are relaying the power from agent to agent to agent. Hashem is personally guiding that whole system from level to level to level as it emerges, as it takes more shape, as it coalesces into more form the way we recognize it. Until finally it, it crystallizes in the form that we recognize it. Down here Hashem guides the system. Hashem is not micromanaging, but Hashem is micropowering the system. We mentioned this in previous program. Hashem micropowers the system. He doesn't micromanage. He lets the system run. Malach to kayach, malach to kayach, malach to kayach. Hashem is ultimately powering all of the power. Val hagashmim kulam, oimet shalashelas hashiroshim shalam gavoy me'al gavoy arakoychas rishonim. Again, when we are looking down from down here upwards, now we see a realm of physical reality down here. Above our physical reality, immediately above it, is a spiritual reality of, of um, a power system which powers everything that's down here, both um, item and circumstance, entity, existence and circumstance, and events. Everything down here, ultimately, is, as we say, is projected and set into motion in its... Um, According to its properties, according to its system, according to how it works, everything down here, the Ainuyoitamahem, it doesn't deviate from that. What the Ramchal said that, that was very wordy, it sounded a little technical, let me just explain what he just said. What he's saying is that, again, the system down here is the ultimate final reflection projection of the system up there. But even if there may be transmissions in the system, nevertheless, what we see down here can only be as limited is limited to the level that's immediately above it. And that is limited to the level that's immediately above it. That's how the system works on when it runs on its own. This is a very important concept to get, because this is the the the, the um, foundational concept to what's going to be coming next. We get into things like um, practical Kabbalah, and we're going to get into um, sorcery, into witchcraft, with the subjects that the Ramchal is about to get to. So to get there, we have to get the foundational concept first. The foundational concept is, when things run on their own, um, what you get is what you see. As we could say it like that, what? It's a chaos. Chaos? No, no, no. Right now he's saying the opposite. Things don't go on there. What you you get down here is what you see. Meaning, if I see that this is... um, that 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 uh, that um, um, I see a water waterfall. It looks like a raging waterfall. You know, uh, Niagara Falls. You guys, been to Niagara Falls? So there's a lot of power over there, in Niagara Falls. So that looks like chaos, maybe, right? All this water crashing and cascading and uh, and and and, and uh, just. Um, um, barreling its way over that cliff. Um, the Ramchal is saying to us, it looks like a lot of raw sheer power. It looks like something that could that could suddenly that looks chaotic and it looks like it could, um, you know, it, unpredictable and 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 it could go every which way um, with all that sheer power and energy. The Ramchal is saying no. Every aspect of that waterfall is being directly directed. Um, by the level above it. So there's a kayak behind Niagara Falls, and a kayak behind that kayak, and a kayak behind that kayak. And as we see Niagara Falls, 
is exactly what it should look like based on the spiritual power immediately above it. And it's not that, that um, you know, there's a power behind the water and it just happens to come out this way. No, what, what it's capable of doing and, and all the, uh, the, the power and the energy that's coming down over there and how it comes out is a direct and, 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 and um, precise reflection of the kayak that's above that. And it's like that with everything down here. It's not, it's not random, it's not chaotic, it's not arbitrary, um, and it's not that, you know, well, if this kayak would suddenly decide, the kayak of, uh, of Niagara Falls, will wake up one morning and decide that it wants to flow uphill, now it'll flow uphill. It, it, what we see is a, is a, um, it's a, 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 a precise, a very precise and um, exact projection, manifestation of that kayak that's above Niagara Falls and everything else that we see. Quantified by the laws of, law, law of gravity. Yeah, it all works together. It all works together. But it, it, but it's an exact and precise translation of the Kayach above it. Without any deviation, the Ramchal says. And the sources, again, are all relaying their the, the, the source material, where everything originates. So Niagara Falls has a point of origin on the highest level of creation. So that relays its mission statements and its directions, its directives to level below it. Without any deviation, without any room for error. So it's, it's impossible. The Ramchal saying is, not only what we see is exactly, what we're getting down here is exactly what we see and what, what is seen up there. Without any deviation, without any chaos, without any creative interpretation, there isn't any room even. If the Kayach behind Niagara Falls would one day stay, the example that I just gave, habit like today, I'd like Niagara Falls to flow uphill. I'd like it to change course. I'd like it to change direction. It, it can't do that. It's, it's bound by its own laws of, of nature. Every level of... The laws of nature are not just things down here in, in physical reality. There's laws of nature in spiritual reality as well that keep all the kaychas cycling and functioning according to their own laws and according to their own properties. So there's no room for the kayak behind Niagara Falls to suddenly say, um, let's flow up. There's no room for the sun, the kayak, there's a kayak behind the sun. Kayak behind the sun, that's powering the sun. There's no room for that kayak, that spiritual kayak that powers the sun to say, well, maybe today we're going to rise, we're going to go the opposite direction, we're going to rise in the west and set in the east, right? That's where the kayak of the earth, I, I know, not the kayak of the sun, the kayak of the earth is trying to spin the other way. Good, but there's no room for that kayak to do that. There's no room for that kayak to do that because... Unless Hashem, Hashem's will. That's right, but the kayak itself, there's no room for the kayak itself to do it. The, the limit. Right. That's right, the kayak itself is able to do only as it receives from above, and what it received from above is only able to give over as it received, as it received, as it received, as it received. So two very important points to come out from this paragraph. A, what we see down here is an exact, accurate translation in, with, with utmost precision of the kayach immediately above this, which came from the kayach above it, which came from above it, and all with very, 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 very um, uh, rigid um, instructions, and B, there's no room for creative interpretation on their own. The kaychas can't decide, well, maybe today I'm going to do this way, maybe today I'm going to do it this way. We can do that. We are Bali Bechira, we have free will. The kaychas don't have the ability to do that. Now, that being said, I want to launch into Bayes. Usually we limit the shear to one paragraph a week, uh, a morning rather, I'm sorry. Um, but Aleph and Bayes go very much hand in hand, and Aleph was giving us a lot of background, refreshing us and re- reminding us of things that we saw in the past, I want to go from here into base just to see them both 
side by side, back to back. I think it'll help us as we uh, move forward in in in, uh, in this paragraph here. So let's see. Amnam, base, base. Let's just have this as a separate recording. No, we'll do it back to back. Amnam, Gazer Chachmel Yain Hashem is also decreed. Now, he listen carefully. We, so we're talking about power. There's power behind Niagara Falls. There's power behind the sun. There's power behind the wind. There's power behind the water. There's power behind all the forces of nature. There's power behind the alligators. There's power behind iguanas. There's power behind mosquitoes. Everything down here has a power source behind it. Yet, those power sources are limited by their own rules of nature and limited by whatever instructions they receive. However... Being that each one comes with a powerful, charged power source, power pack behind it, there is room for man's manipulation of that power. Let's see. Hashem is also written into the system that the power behind everything down here, and the power behind the power behind the power behind the power, remember there's levels and levels and levels of kaychas and malachim, they have another property, they have two different ways they can operate. They can operate as is. What you see is what you get. They can operate based on what they received and rigidly locked into that. Or they can operate outside the system of propagation, outside the system of directives. Each and every level of kayak receives instructions. The, the, the kayak behind the ladybugs receives instructions. Whether, what's going to happen with the ladybugs today? What's going to happen with Niagara Falls today? What's going to happen with the lizards and the, and, and, and the alligators and the avocados today? But they also have their own personal power outside of the directives and the instructions that they received. And there is a way that sometimes they can be triggered into acting, into operating according to their own personal power outside of their instructions. Power behind the avocados? No, the, the, who is the power? The power behind the avocado or yes. the avocado itself? No, 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 the power behind the avocado. Okay. Sure. The, the cosmic avocado. Okay. Someone used to give a class A Shatera called the cosmic avocado. No, they didn't, but they should have. There should have been a class like that. Anyway. Um, yeah, there should have been the cosmic avocado. Anyway. Ve'heim pu'ulois yishtanu bam hagashmi yitzivam hatamidi. Being that every level of kayak, the kayak behind the, the animals, behind flora, behind fauna, behind weather conditions, has an, a way of operating independent of this instructions that's receiving, if, uh, if, uh, if, if that can be manipulated, then that would show up down here as something supernatural. That could theoretically show up as water flowing uphill. That could show up as the sun stopping in the sky. That could show up as um, all lice subtly gathering together in one place. That could show up as water turning to blood. What? That's what it'll show up as. If I can access the power itself, and 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 again, every power has two two side-by-side operating modes. There's the operating mode, which it's always locked into on its own, which it receives and, and transfers, receives and transfers, receives and transfers with accuracy, with, with um, precision. Or... It's power in of itself. Just it's, it's a source of spiritual power behind ladybugs, spiritual power behind water, spiritual power behind wind. If someone could access that, you could pull off things that are outside the rules of nature that are supernatural. Mankind has, has been given the ability 
to actually make those manipulations. To access the, the kayak behind wind, it, it, that, that's, that's outside of its, of its um, directives and outside of its instructions. The kayak of water, the kayak of fire, these things can be accessed and can be manipulated in, in a way that is outside of the directions that they're receiving and, and, and transmitting. The same way each and every kayak is wired and programmed to, to transmit according to its its own laws of nature. There's laws of nature up there oh, again. The same way it can work according to its laws of nature, can work outside of its laws of nature. Can, those laws can be broken. There's this power and the power can be can be taken outside of its own laws of nature because every kayak exists in two fronts and two levels. Pirish, ki I'm sorry, sorry. So the point that he's going to make right now is that even when you're taking a kayak, a spiritual power behind whatever we want it to be, behind water, behind fire, behind earth, behind air, behind animals, and you're manipulating it, even when you're manipulating it, there's still laws and, and regulations over there. Meaning there's only so much you can do with with water even when you know how to access the, the water that's outside the, the, the natural laws of water. Even there there's limitations. You can't make water, let's say, you can't make you can't make water into alligators, you can't make alligators into water, but maybe you could make water into blood. And maybe you could make dirt transform into lice. But there's things you can't do. Also, the Ramchal is not giving us all the rules, but he's saying even when you break the rules, there's rules in breaking the rules. Very fascinating insight. Say that again? Even when breaking the rules, there's rules behind breaking the rules. He's going to speak. Pirish. The same way, when I'm using the laws of nature, I have to work by the laws of nature. Down here. When working within nature, I'm, I'm banned by the laws and, 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 and the operating <coughs> modes of nature itself. <laughs> For example, you want to cut things down, down here, you want, you want to cut something, you need something sharp. There's a law, cut something, you need, you need something very, very sharp, you can't cut with something dull. <laughs> In the laws of nature, you can only go up with a ladder. You can only ascend with a ladder. Matter can only be um, formed. Can, can only be. Um, I, I, I can only. I can only uh, make an impression on something soft. There's laws of nature that 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 govern how I work with physical space and physical existence. So too says the Ramchal. Even when people are able to manipulate uh, the spiritual agents and are able to take the kaiches that are behind physical existence, and as we said, you can manipulate them, push them outside the, the, the their, their own laws of nature, push them push them outside, you know those 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 normal lines of limitation. There's still limits to how far I can push it. So it's not, it doesn't become hefker, it doesn't become a free-for-all. It's not like if you know how to, how, how to manipulate and, and how to get into the uh, motherboard, let's say, of all the items in creation of the spiritual behind the physical, so you could do whatever you want with whatever you want. No, it's not hefker, it's not a free-for-all, it's not up for grabs. There's limitations up there, but there's certainly a lot more you could do. Maybe you could indeed get water to flow uphill. Maybe you could do that, but you, could you get, could you get, um, um, water, like we said. If you get water to suddenly turn into ice cream, maybe not. 
you may make water uh, turn into people, maybe you can't do that. But you could. There, there are things you could do with the water outside the laws of nature, but there's, there's limitations to what you could do. He's giving interesting examples. Cutting, ascending, um, malforming things. It sounds like where he's going with that is that these would be basic applications of, um, of, of manipulating the spiritual world, like being able to ascend. You know, there's a concept of uh, people who could do, use Seamus to, um, to uh, travel, you know, to travel from one place to another, to ascend, to go. It says Bilam. Bilam was able to ascend. Bilam was able to propel himself upwards uh, to have flight. So what he's saying is, yeah, the same way in, in physical terms, you need a ladder to go up. So in spiritual terms also, you have to know what can let you go up, what can't let you go up, what you can manipulate, what you can't manipulate. But the bottom line is, even when you break the rules, there's rules. Um, yeah. When, when you're manipulating these kaiches, there are very specific ways of doing it. And there's limitations over there too. According to how Kodesh Baruch saw it be fitting and appropriate. And this is a good place to stop. There's a very good, um, hack, uh, you know, uh, hakdom over here. Getting getting the ball rolling over here is that we we are, um, you know, uh, paving the way to understanding eventually what's going to be black magic and um, practical Kabbalah and the beginning of everything is going to be what the Ramchal just told us, that everything in physical is powered by spiritual, there's power up there. Normally that power on its own works within very specific parameters and can't deviate, but all the power up there also has a second way that it can operate, which is outside of that, and there's room to manipulate that, but according to specific laws and rules over there too.